Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, and welcome to another episode of A Sound Heart. Uh, Tonight, uh, our study is going to be on the prophetic ministry of Samuel. And Samuel's ministry took place uh, in Israel during a time of great apostasy and moral and spiritual apathy and decay. But what I want to address is not so much that topic directly as of the context uh, in which Samuel arose. Uh, Samuel is the product of a godly home. He is the product of godly parents. He had a great father and a great mother. And his parents had some problems. And I want to look into uh, the problems in this godly home because God is going to use this very difficult situation uh, to bless Elkanah, that is his father, and Hannah, his mother. God's going to bless them. And they're going to be blessed with Samuel, that is, ask of God, ask of God. And so uh, this is a very, very important uh, message there is, that is a, there's a very important message for each uh, family of believers. And we are told that we would uh, have hard situations in this life. Uh, Jesus said, uh, in this world, you will be in tight places. Well, Hannah, that is Samuel's mother, found herself in a tight place. Her name means grace. Her name means grace. And so uh, she has a beautiful heart and a beautiful spirit, but uh, she, is, uh, she is being spiritually oppressed. And God is going to enter into her oppression, and he's going to bless her heart. Uh, she is she is grief stricken, and God's going to use that. God's going to use her grief, her grief and her depression, uh, to create something wonderful. Now, I am only talking to the community of believers. I'm only talking to that group 
And so understand how I am using the terms grief and depression. Okay? I'm not going to be talking about what the secular world uh, has labeled clinical depression. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about something that is uh, a topic that is specifically related uh, to the spiritual realm. So with that, let us have a word of prayer and give God thanks for this opportunity. Father, we ask that your spirit will guide us as we study your word. Indeed, it is your word, not our word. We pray that we come before you with prepared hearts. That is, that there are no unconfessed sins, Lord, and that we are filled with the spirit and we are walking in the spirit, Lord, and that we are in, in fellowship with you. We do give you thanks for our Savior who died on Calvary's tree on our behalf so that we might have access to the tree of life. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, Jesus is the tree of life. We have life through him. And so we have a brand new life uh, in Christ. So I want to read to you, before we go to the first Samuel, I want to read from Matthew chapter 6. I want to read uh, some verses to you about prayer. And then we're going to go to uh, Matthew chapter 7. And then we will go to first Samuel. So this uh, is Matthew chapter 6, verse 5. I'm going to start at Matthew 6, 5, 5, which reads as follows. Quote, And when thou prayest, Thou shalt not be as the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogue and in the corner of the streets, that they may be seen of men. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. Now, the synagogues were the places where um, the Jewish people gathered to be taught. And uh, they would be taught uh, from rabbinical texts. They would not be taught the word of God. You will find that Jesus, uh, if you read the, uh, the Gospels and the book of Acts, you will note that Jesus taught in the synagogues. That is where the Jewish people gathered to be taught. That is where he would teach. But the people noted something very different about his teachings. They noted that his teachings were profoundly provocative and engaging and different. And because he did not teach them rabbinics. He did not teach them the teachings of the great rabbis. He taught the word of God. And there, so there was a decisive difference uh, in what the people heard and in their response to him. They were parched souls. They were dry ground. And when they heard him teach, he brought the, the rain, the gentle rain uh, of Yahweh upon his people. 
And so their lives will bless and they blossom. There is a fragrance. There is a something different that the auditors noted about uh, the way Jesus taught. So he says, look, and so here in verse 5, Jesus talks about the hypocrisy of that day. He says, he said, look, when you pray, don't be as a hypocrite, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues. That is, they would gather there specifically because that is where the people met to be taught. And look what they would hear. Look what they would observe. Here uh, is this person uh, who, uh, who, would, who sought attention for his religiosity uh, in this manner. So, or they would stand on the corners of the streets that they may be what? Seen of men. And Jesus says at the end of verse 5, Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. Verse 6, But thou, when you pray, when thou prayest, enter into thy secret place, thy closet, and when thou hast shut thy door, pray to thy Father which is in secret. Thy Father which which seeth in secret shall reward thee openly. That is before all. When God rewards you openly, there may be those who will rejoice with you in your blessing, and there are those who will not rejoice with you in your blessing. But uh, he prepares a table for us, for you, for you and I, in the presence of our enemies. This is who God is. When you pray, use not vain repetitions, and, well, I won't go into that any, any deeper, as the heathen do, as the Gentiles do, for they think that they shall be heard for their much speaking. Be not ye therefore like unto them, for your Father knoweth what things you have need of before you ask him. Pray, after this manner, therefore pray you, our Father which art in heaven. Hallowed be thy name. To be treated as sacred, that is hallowed. To be treated as sacred. To be treated as holy. Uh, to be revered, that is to note with reverence. Hallowed be thy name. Thy name, thy name specifically. Thy kingdom come. And Jesus is the embodiment of the kingdom of God. But there will be a coming of the kingdom of God, and we will be a part of that coming, uh, that coming kingdom. Uh, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Now, the will of God will be done in earth during the millennial kingdom. Uh, Psalm 2, and there are other verses in which he will rule this world with a rod of iron because of uh, – now note, Jesus will come back and he will uh, assume rulership over a world that uh, was in apostasy, a world, a world that rejected him. Understand this. And so 
He will rule them in a certain manner. When Jesus comes back, he will end the times of the Gentiles. Okay? And he will set up his throne, his kingdom, his government. His, his world government uh, will be centered in Jerusalem. This is where he will rule uh, the entire earth. earth. So that will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our debts. And here we have this word debt. Uh, it, this refers to actual legal debt. And so this word here, uh, forgive us our debts. And we are to make reparation for our uh, for our for our debt. Uh, Matthew eighteen thirty. Forgive us our debt. As we forgive our debtors. So the word, the, uh, the adverb as here is what we call an adverb of obligation. So we can't just merely read over the words of Jesus. We have to take our time to and absorb what he is saying to us. Uh, and as, as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. If you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you forgive not men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. So, uh, I'm going to, I will continue uh, this subject, God willing, on Sunday uh, so we can spend more time uh, with the ministry of Samuel. I wanted to lay the foundation for you tonight. And so uh, having said that, God willing, we'll meet with you again. Mm-hmm.